This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Pierre Novelli. You can text the show on 812.15 if you'd like. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio or email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Morning, boys. Morning. Morning. I didn't like that. It was a bit me going out to meet the awaiting tabloid scrum oh, after yeah. the press scandal. Morning, boys. Yeah, it was really. After, yeah, Apologies. exactly. Apologies. But still looking great at about 7am. Showing him what he's missing. Oh, God, of course. That's what they always do. Oh, man, showing him what he's missing. One of my worst ever headlines in newspapers. Have you seen those, Pierre? No. So it'd be a woman... If a, if a, comp, a couple have just split up, a celebrity couple, you'll get a bit... Like, um, Cheryl shows Ashley Cole what he's missing. So uh, it's her in a sort of bikini top and jeans. And you right. think, so that's what he's missing. Not a personality or any <laughs> close, intimate relationship and shared experiences. No. Just her abdomen. Her abdomen in these specific clothes. And that sort of metastasized into the revenge board concept. Oh, oh yeah. Right. That's, I haven't read the phrase, but I like the revenge board. <laughs> oh, I bet you do. Yeah, but I don't like the... Uh, I thought of how much work it would take. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I don't think I've ever loved anyone enough to uh, to build a revenge bot. <laughs> to, to crunch your way to vengeance. No. Have also, you got a revenge anything else? A revenge property empire is nice. Yeah, that's all right. But um, I don't want revenge from these people who are part of my emotional life. That's a lovely way to look at it, Frank. Oh, I just want regret. <laughs> <laughs> I just want just a slight sense that life will never quite be the same again. <laughs> Do you just want the slight... And maybe the nagging thought that I had their golden years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. But revenge, I... Bard, no. I tell you, I think you want just the slight strains of the bullseye, look what you could have won. Yes. Minor key. Well, I always thought that when Harry married... Um, Megan mm. he invited three exes mm. and that was a fabulous let's see what you would want it's, it's exactly that oh well it's a it's a tougher situation as well as one of the exes isn't it because it's a, a, yeah. a, a royal command <laughs> well I remember I had to, I, have to, I, guess I don't want to miss out my, fi- my 50th birthday party I had, there was um, I had like seven exes in the room and with their partners and a throwaway, a throwaway line. Sorry, I was, seven. Yes, and um, I like a biblical number. Seven exes for seven brothers. Exactly. <laughs> well, they brought. They didn't bring the. If they'd all been going out with brothers, I would have thought some odd was going. Yeah. Out. But I did refer to them as women who I still cared about and respected. But the men they'd brought with them as parasites <laughs> on the evening. But it was a throw a laugh, <laughs> throwaway remark. Oh, no. But then one of them banned sure me hair. from ever seeing um, the the woman again. She couldn't ever. Okay, this is. This and is I don't know why I'm telling you this. Anyway. Yeah, I don't either. Sorry, I, uh, I. This is my therapy class, isn't it? <laughs> That's one of them banned them. It's a good example of the sort of humour that comedians can take for granted a bit, <laughs> being sort of 
the Ark of the Covenant being opened in the face of the general public as well. Yeah, it's but obviously I, I was happy for them to be there. I, you know, as ever, it was nice for them to have someone to talk to. <laughs> OK, you know that bit where you said, just leave it, Frank. I will, I will. Leave it at one of them banned me from ever seeing it again. <laughs> no, Can I, I just give you a heads up? Yeah. We've had a lot of correspondence in and they all want to know about one thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it um, my poetry podcast? Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take that as a no. We'll, we'll come back to that. Can okay. I get back to you on that? Yes, well, I'll, I'll talk about my week <laughs> after this. So look, I I, I went to um, Buckingham Palace on uh, on Thursday for my investiture, mm. Mm. and um, it was it was all right. <laughs> so what should we talk about now? <laughs> now I um, so it was the Princess Royal was presenting, um? uh, uh, yeah, and uh, the Princess Royal as opposed to. No. So they put royal on the end so they know we're not just calling her a bit of a princess. <laughs> I mean, what is there's a king royal if you think about there's it. There's certainly a king royal. Yeah. There there are there are dukes and there are royal dukes and those are different. I know, but see, a princess. Sure. You don't don't need to bring up the royal. It's a given. Now, anyway, I, I don't want to go on a limb here, but did she perchance have her hair back from her face because she favours that style? Yes. I love that style. Yes, she she did have that. Love her. Well, let me tell you, you get briefed. Yeah. You're in a room with people who have got it for all sorts of services too. Services too, is the phrase of the day. Yes. Um, like someone had got um, a medal for services to swans and um, other water birds. Really. Hmm. I wasn't even familiar with the term uh, water bird. I didn't know that was... A, I mainly focus on the air birds, the main category. Oh, I'm looking at a picture now. Is that Glo- Kath? You've always been a glory hound for... Kath was there, Was yeah. she in the room with a black hat? Oh, God, yeah, she was in the room. She oh, wore a, a fascinator. I'm having a look now. Yeah. I'm your manager, I well, think. Well, you might want to pay attention oh, to the sorry, show. Sorry, <laughs> sorry I, someone's just sent this picture. They're very Guess excited. I don't come with visual aids. What do you think I am? The um, supply teacher? It was, it's a tweet. <laughs> I didn't bring me OHP. It's a tweet from our, one of, from our boss, Paul, Paul Sylvester. Anyway, so you get your briefing. There's a man in a uniform who mm. is referred to as the controller. <laughs> Okay. That's nice. And like um, Thomas the Tank Engine, but slimmer. And um, he stands in a room and he says, right, now when you go in, because this is in a separate... When you go in to that room, the Princess Royal will be standing on a mat very similar to this one. And then he gestures towards a red mat with a... Rectangular red mat with a golden edge all the way around it. And he said, she does not step off that mat and you must not step on it. And I thought, Mm. all right. So I was a bit edgy about... uh, And he said, can you approach her 
He said you'll be stopped by, and then it was like the Viscount, Cardinal, yeah, um, Archbishop, Minister of the Interior will be standing there in his uniform. He'll stop you, and then when you're free, you go. He said you approach the Princess Royal, and he said approach her in a slow and natural. <laughs> Walk. In other words, hmm. there are armed men in that room. <laughs> Can I recommend against sprinting wildly yes, I think towards her sacred mat? He looked at me and he thought, he's a bolter. Yeah. That, that guy's a bolter. But I, I might have for a... For Hand, hands up, full Usain Bolt. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine the frock coat, the tails flapping behind you? Spear oh, tackle. I'm so excited. I just race away! Um, oh, I've been shot. Your, so, uh, Your Majesty, I brought you my favourite knife from home for you to... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we autographed my lump hammer. <laughs> um, so, um, and he so says... Also, when what you... was it again? Slow and... It's in a slow and natural manner. Do you know what I love? I love natural. Yeah. I'd say there's so a don't walk up, don't do jazz hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't walk slowly. Hey, in come a on, Princess down. Royal, Princess <laughs> Royal. No, don't do that. Frank, yeah. I'd like it if you did a, a don't put Rossi Chicago walk. What if it said, don't put Royal in, in, in inverted air commas? She hates that. We will shoot off your fingers if you do that. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, and he said... Uh, yeah, you said the, the mat will be like this one, so we'd recognise the mat. I just thought, oh, it'll be the mat with her on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have scattered several decoy mats yeah, exactly. to, for security reasons. So it's like, it's like, it was like, the, I tell you what, it's like a manager's technical area. <laughs> she, has to, she has to stay in the mat and we don't stray into it. I hope but, she doesn't uh, come out like Arteta all the time. No, but who knows? Who knew there was a, like an a exclusive royal Mat. It's the mat like the bath mat size. It's about so long and about I so can't wide. See that. It's a rectangle. Oh, sorry. Oh, so, yeah. oh yeah, I forgot it was on radio. It's yeah. it's a rectangle. I'd say mm. two, two, three foot by mm. four foot, maybe. What would have happened if you'd have crossed the mat? Do you think? Oh, I just I think. <laughs> well, she. To be fair, she stands right at the edge of the mat with her toe virtually on the goal. I mean, I looked over my shoulder for a dartboard. <laughs> There's an element of hockey about the golden braid. So you're, you've looked up. I've looked you're, up. You're on now the you mat. have to looking down is the key. That's the other thing you're told is that before you approached in a in a in a natural. Uh, slow, non-controversial manner. You walk yeah. towards the uh, the royal mat, and then you stop in front of the mat about um, a meter, and then you uh, and then you bow. But he says bow from the neck, not from the waist. Oh, he said. And I thought, I think the danger is a man my age could bow from the waist, topple, and I'd be mown down before I reached. <laughs> Reaches gravity would finish me off. Yes, like, you'd, but, yeah. And you'd hit, you'd hit the mat with your head. Oh God! What? Oh. Touch the mat? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Even as a body. Oh no! Never touch the mat. <laughs> I'm imagining it's some sort of hovering, uh, you know, you know, like Baby Yoda in uh, 
in the Mandalorian. <laughs> when you when you all leave the room. Well, how does she, she get just... in the room if she can't leave the mat? Is she dragged in on the mat? <laughs> it's a magic carpet. Does she mat surf? So she's like this, a bit slow up, a bit, bit more at the left, and they sort of pull her in. Well, they have to pick up all the sort of stepping stone mats that got her to that mat. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they'll quickly lift them up or she'll just go back. I bet they just bought one of those carpet squares books. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I, fi- I finally... Because you're passing as well. You know when you go... I don't know if you've oh, ever been... What was it like inside, Frank? Too gold. <laughs> <laughs> you can, I've never heard of anything too gold. Really? No, it was too gold. It's the goldest place I've ever been in my life, Buckingham Palace. Is it? Everything. Is it all Every, gold? The ceilings, the walls. I mean, it's dripping with with gold. Is it quite dictator chic? It's quite nouveau riche, <laughs> considering it's absolutely as old riche <laughs> as you. The guy asked a guy about it. He said, well, we haven't, uh, the last furniture, he said the, the newest furniture in here is 1830. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I, said, uh, I like, I like, I asked a guy. I mean, well, i got to say, I mean, one thing I should say, and of course, office is partly a comedy experience, but they could not have been nice to the actual people who work there. And my son, Buzz, had a bit of a, a bellyache, as we call it, in the West Midlands. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they, w- there was medics and they got him kelp. I mean, they were, it was that element of it was brilliant, but too gold for all that. <laughs> What a review. Yeah. Yeah, my review of the palace. Are there a lot of corridors, Frank? Well, we went in a few different rooms, certainly. Um, but it was, you know, there's a lot of people, it's the, it's the best day of their lives, you know. And it was a big day for me, but let's face it, I've had a belly full of big days. Um, <laughs> but it was great, it was exciting. And I got, so I got, to, I got up to... Um, I know I, I never mentioned the hook. I forgot to tell you about the hook. When you, you know, when you um, hang a picture, Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah, he, the captain was there, of course. He was getting um, services to eternal childhood. Yeah. He never forgets to tell you about the hook. That's all he goes on about, Pan. Yeah. And Hook got the uh, crocodile preservation services too. <laughs> That's what people say. Always Pete with his hook. What do you think? She, do, would she shake the hook? Um, the Princess mm. Royal. Whatever was offered. I don't know if he'd be allowed in with the hook, with the uh, with the armed men. Yeah. I mean, it's a strange are, There are men literally... <laughs> you know, there are men... Uh, you know when you get to, like, a posh house and there's a suit of armour in the corner? Well, there was those, but... Yes, there I've was... seen American rom-coms. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was... Um, there was that, but there was people in them. <laughs> <laughs> so there was guys in proper like silver helmets and breastplates just standing intermittently, like you get intermittent chairs in a hotel corridor. Household cavalry, yeah. People in the armor. There was people in there. Tell yeah. me, please tell me you checked your hair in the breastplates of one of them. No, the, the, the men. I mean, the men. They all have that stare straight ahead. You mm. can't. You can't. Um, you can't join they, into conversation. They, they don't walk slow and natural, do they? <laughs> They, they don't move. Oh, they clank. But they got swords, these guys. Mm. Shut some, up. Some have got guns, some have got swords. Just to keep you guessing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just in case you, you don't walk natural enough. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, 
So yes, the hook. Mm. When you arrive at the palace, as soon as soon as you walk into the room, there is a table with a nice lady who's got all these little hooks. Uh, are you familiar with the concept of the picture rail? Mm. Used to have them in uh, council houses and stuff, and they'd be about 18 inches from the top of the ceiling. And there was these hooks that you put on them, and then so you could hang your pictures on that hook. So it was a separate little thing. So they put one of those on your lapel, and that's your metal hook. Oh. Because uh, Princess Fall hasn't got time to pin them all on, and, you know, there could be blood on the mat. So hang on, you're wandering around with a hook sticking so out. So every, everyone who's winning, by then you realise who's friends and who's winners. Because uh, the winners have got their hook. The hook of triumph. Yeah, exactly. I, do you know what? I would have stolen a hook so people thought I was a winner. Uh, well, I would have had to, I'm sorry. Well, if ever you go with, with, with anyone, take, take your own hook. Yes. So when you go into the room, I say you're stopped by the um, arch... Duke ambassador of um, uh, the Marquis of Hooks, yeah, without <laughs> portfolio, and he he stops you, and he has a friendly. There's the people say things like one guy on the way in. There's a very nice guy at the door, military uniform, and he says, um, so um, he said, um, I just talking to one of the uh, one of the honorees or whatever they call them. He said, and they they're having a party after this, five hundred guests. He said, what, what are you doing after? And I said, um, we'll probably watch iCarly. <laughs> we watch that most nights. <laughs> and he, he hadn't heard of iCarly, but... Um, you sh- you, sh- you shock do, me. We didn't do anything. I know, yeah, yeah. You shocked me that the rear admiral of, of Hooks said <laughs> No, that. no, this was a guy who worked at the palace oh, regularly. Right. I thought he'd know iCarly. Yeah. It was massive, what, 15 years ago. Anyway... More of that like so look, I finally got to um I did my I did my bow from the neck. Mm. And um Is your name called? Does it say Mr. Frank's No, it says uh for services to entertainment, Mr. Christopher Collins, known as Frank Skinner. Known as. Oh, the artist got, formerly known you got, as. You got introduced like a, an old lag. Yeah, so I turned... <laughs> in, in a lineup. I, exactly. A.K.A. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> alias. Alias the bone crusher. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so she said to me, oh, what's with the two names? Did she, was that her Oprah? Yeah, that was her Oprah. Do and you know, I, I've always loved that woman. And I did think, well, you used to be Princess Anne. <laughs> and now you're Princess Royal. Did I, did I ask about the two names? What no. did you say? Oh, I explained um, that I, when you join the Actors' Union, you, you can't have two people with the same. And she said, oh, it was already a, another one, was that? I said, yeah, he was a pop singer in Burnley. What, you were saying this while you got your medal? Talking about a pop singer in Burnley. And I said, they interviewed him. <laughs> They interviewed him and he said uh, in the Daily Mirror, you know, what do you think about having the same name as Frank Skinner? And he said, I wish I'd got his money. She laughed, obviously, something she'd heard said many times. (laughs) And um, she asked where I'd got the name from and I said it was in my dad's pop domino team. And then she asked about that because she's sport mad. She lo- oh, mm. you did well to bring the sport. Well, I, did, I made one thing I wasn't sure it was because she said, Did you always want to be uh, an entertainer? And I said, Well, I did want to be a cowboy early on. I said, But unlike yourself, I was never good on a horse. What did she say? There was a slight element in her face of too personal. Oh. 
Yes, Keep you're... me out of this. Yes, you're never supposed to rope no. them into no, your, I... your world. <laughs> no, I, yeah, that, I realised I'd made a, I'd made or a mistake. Or lasso them in. Lean onto the mat. Who does your hair? You know, <laughs> no, no, no. You love your shoes. <laughs> I, I didn't say, do you live in High Barney? <laughs> Fine. But anyway, Fine. Um, come on. So anyway, she was great. Look, I really like her. She's pretty cool. Um, Pierre's but, lost it over the high barnet. But um, what <laughs> happened there was I. She said, "Well, thank you," and she shakes my hand, and yeah. I says, "Thank you," and she says, "Congratulations," and then I I nod and I go to walk away, and she picks up a, a medal, and I thought, "Oh God, I haven't had me medal," so I went back. You didn't. And um, she said, "No, you you only get one." And I'd already, I hadn't noticed she'd, she'd already oh. hooked me. And I thought, oh, God, you get metal Quick at the like end. like a ninja. So I'd gone back. I'd, I'd, what I'd done is I'd, I'd approached the mat from the wrong angle. Oh, no. I was dicing with death there for a minute. I've seen the photo. There's, I think there's Gurkhas in the background. There you, are, you, you were lucky enough there's to get a, 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 a kukri through the neck. Oh, God, if he'd have run at me, I'd have shouted, I've met you at a lovely! I've met you at a lovely! <laughs> But it was too late. <laughs> There's a Gurkha absolutely staring down your manager. Anyway, she was very good about photo. it. I mean, you only get one. It was a pretty good comeback from her. Yeah. And I said, sorry, I've never done this before, which was fair enough. But, um, uh, yeah. So, look. Oh. He's brought it in. He's I brought it, it in, yeah. Oh, oh he's only look got it out. Hold it. These are the washing instructions. <laughs> I'll let you have a look at it in a minute. Oh, yeah. oh, do you know, the way you brought that out was so... I'm going to call it slow and natural. What mm. I like about it, on the case, it says MBE. Yes. So you don't want to turn up at something wrong and you've brought your sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So, yeah, I've, I whipped me medal out um, mm. last thing. And, that, can uh, I say it's impressive? It gets a little card comes with it that explains that um, if you go out in evening dress, you can buy a, a miniature version of the medal for casual wear. <gasps> yes. Yeah. And, and for any sort of um, Sylvanian families that you feel like on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I'd have, do you know what? If I got one, I'd give one for Raymond. What about one for your dog? Uh, That'd be nice. Well, Act Action Man, must be, he must be entitled services to uh, the fictional military. Well, there are, the, <laughs> there are, there are medals for, for dogs and uh, for horses and things in war. You do. They had to... no choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, Donald Trump. That's, that's what it says on the animal um, <laughs> monument. They had no choice. Um, well, then why? Why are we celebrating there? Also, it's a, don't give us a rather bleak acknowledgement of yeah. what we choose don't to ignore. Up, they bring up the worst thing to bring up is that they have no choice. I want to imagine an Alsatian thinking, you know, I, I would go to the cannon's mouth for my sovereign. Yeah. I yeah. don't want him to think, oh, if he pinches me again, I'll have to run across that barbed wire. That's not what I want to think. Yeah. Anyway, the, uh, the, the MBE has gone on it. Um, King George V mm. and, um, and Queen Anne. Oh. Right? Yeah. Queen Mary, isn't it? Queen Mary. Yeah. Queen Mary, yeah. And, uh, sorry, guys. And... Um, I didn't. I wasn't sure why. I want. I've got some publicity. If anyone ever writes to me for a publicity signed photo, mm. they might be shocked that I've got <laughs> long hair on it. And what I did in about 2005, my PA said we're going to get some new photos for you to sign. Uh, how many? I said oh, I'll get about ten thousand. 
and I've used about about a hundred <laughs> since then. That's embarrassing. So I'm still sending out the younger, hairier. So I, th- I reckon they had a lot done. Yeah. With yeah. George the Fifth on, and they're still using them up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you think that's what it is? And it says on it. Um, if I can read the writing, I think it's um, for God and the Empire. There you go. I was. I like the billing. <laughs> and yeah. for me, in my mind, it's um, it's the Shepherd's Bush Empire where I've played okay. many times. But um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to get a miniature one for um, for casual wear. If I can wear one, it's going to be the biggie. <laughs> the real McCoy. I don't like the small. Ca- I don't like. And you know what, Frank? How can I put this? Don't wear it with casual wear. I, no. You know what I hate is an MBE and a jean. Well, I think you I know, won't tolerate that. Remember that sixties fashion for wearing like medals on uh, on blazers and stuff like that. You could uh, maybe Remembrance Day I'll whip it out. I'd be nice to wear it on occasion. I'd cost you that you're not allowed to keep the hook. Mm. No, which that's is, how they get you. <laughs> exactly. They sell hooks on the way out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get your hooks here. Golden hooks, silver hooks, or the brass. <laughs> Yes, I might get it. I might get it. There's a pin on it. Is there? Just saying. Just giving you the inside story. Anyway, that was my day at the palace. Uh, much fun was had by all. And I'd like to thank the medical team again for looking after my the most valuable thing I have way above the medal, and that is my child. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. I appreciate we have been very MBE heavy this morning. I mean, why wouldn't we be? We'll give it a rest, I think. Heavy is the head that wears the uh, MBE. Although, as Ian McNaughton says, should have worn the leather crown. Congrats, well done, Frank. Yes, I never thought of the leather. I don't know if you'd be allowed in there with the crown. You you can't walk slow and naturally with the leather crown. There was a no hat thing for the the men, I think, unless it was a military cap. (laughs) Military cat hat? Boys, yeah. it's how Frankie goes to Hollywood. Well, I'd say that the police who check your car, go through your car boot and that on the way into the palace, they got like baseball caps with the check around the side. That looks, they look cool, those hats. Oh, oh what's your favourite police uniform? Um, Do you like that one? You like the casual? Well, I like 50s Bobby. <laughs> Mm. I, I do like those with the armband and, and stuff. Do you know what mine is? It was them, wasn't it? They had the armband. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you What's could, yours? Yours is going to be a, a little more complicated, I can yeah, imagine. We'll come back to that'll you. That'll be one we've never heard of. Oh, it'll be something, yeah. i tell you what I like, Frank. Plain clothes. Bear with do me. Do you? I saw this once. I was in the Blackfriars Black area. I saw a car. It stopped and... A gentleman got a light out and put it on the oh, top I've of the car. Oh, I've seen that happen, yeah, oh, when they put great, it on the yeah. top. And do you know, he was in... He was a plainclothes officer. Oh, my God. I, it turned out that's something I have a strange energy for. Mm, okay. okay. Did he have... Um, did his aspect change <laughs> once you knew he was the police officer? What I, do you think? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, what I yes. like the idea is if he'd have been out and he was if he was walking, <laughs> if he'd parked his car and decided to walk that day, does he have a blue light in the uh, with a, with a chin strap <laughs> in in the bag that he can just bring out and then chase people, or at the very least on his lapel? Do they, they have to, do they have the whistles anymore? The whistle, the sixties Bobby, fifties sixties Bobby, I'm on about. The whistle was an absolute crucial. 
He's a cat. Element of the kit, yeah. No, they don't use whistles anymore. I like the Victorian, the ones that sort of have a cape. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, yeah. The Jack the Ripper ones. In the yeah. same, in the yeah, same yeah, great way. Great job they did. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have whistles, Frank, in the same way they don't have penny farthing. No, no, but the whistle went into, uh, into the 60s at least. If there's any police listening. <laughs> It could be. Um, I'm Call still me. being followed after the palace, just to make absolutely <laughs> yeah. sure. I'm still walking naturally. He said, that one tried to get a second medal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Keep an eye on I it. did tell him. And he only had one hook. What was he thinking? <laughs> Can I be honest, when you went back to get the second, did you feel a momentary shame? Or was it, you're quite good at bouncing back, aren't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm all right at making a fool of myself. Yeah. It was it was all right. She thought it was funny, brightened her day a bit. Yeah. yeah then that's when she thought, I see why we're giving you this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nearly fell off the mat. <laughs> but not quite. Gonna post a quote from Princess Anne. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nearly fell off my special mat. Princess Anne. Laugh. <laughs> Uh, I nearly crossed the mat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, if you cross the goal. What we call crossing the goals, like crossing the Rubicon. Oh, yeah. You can't cross the goal. Anyway, we said we'd You can't handle it. the goal. Yeah. We said we'd stop talking oh, about it. Oh, I'll yeah. tell you what we were going to do. Uh, Pierre's favourite policeman, because I bet he's seen a few. Well, type? let's make that um, <laughs> one of our great cliffhangers. We'll be back with Pierre Novelli's favourite police uniform after this break. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So anyway, very us, fine. You fine. left us on a cliffhanger, Frank. Do you recall? Yes, uh, Pierre Novelli's <laughs> favourite police uniform coming up. It's... What did we have? Mine's 60s British Bobby. Uh, mine's sort of uh, 80s plain clothes. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a contest between, like I said, the cape the caped Victorian ones and the the Isle of Man police get to wear those traditional tall sort of British Bobby helmets, but yeah. they're white. Oh Shut wow! Up. And they're gloss gloss white. They look great. Are you kidding? Mm, the, I think they're the only people in the sort of Commonwealth. It's a bit days they? of the Raj, isn't it? That yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's high tiffin <laughs> in uh, f- forty-five in degrees with the top button still fastened. <laughs> yeah. Wow. They look really good. Yeah. They're um they're quite striking. I thought they were normal growing up, and looking back, I can see how. Well, they the, must have those uh, when you're like in Italy and stuff, and you see those, they look. They look really like admirals. Why is an admiral directing traffic? They look cool. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. That's breathtaking. Anyway, enough of that. No. <laughs> enough about the police. <laughs> I you, you might not remember this, Pierre, but you know, remember last week I was talking about um, I completely shampooed myself because yes. I had no soap or um, or um, shower gel and and lived. I completely you sh- lived. That'd be a great headline in the in a populist newspaper. I completely shampooed myself and lived. And you said to me, oh, I've got a shower story, and then it kind of got lost in the fogs mm. of war. Yes. Well, I'm. I'm laying it on you now. Well, I don't just have a shower story, Frank. I have a shower mystery. Oh. See if you guys can guess the, uh, the, the answer, ITV drama style. Was there just um, the a, shower a pool of water in the middle of the room? And <laughs> you remember those mysteries? Yes, yeah, so they said, and the room is locked. They always have to specify yeah, exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, there's a man at each door. And you can <laughs> only ask him one question. All right. Yeah. yeah. It turned out the surgeon was a woman. What was it called? Yeah. Lateral thinking, mm. I think they were called. Mm. Go on, so then. It's, well, I, I, I suppose I'm passing it on. My sister 
who 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 lives with her her husband and and two kids was uh, sort of some people still do yeah she's a traditionalist <laughs> <laughs> she's brushing her teeth at night and you know where you sort of you're in your own home but uh, an aberration in the corner of your eye catches your attention yes. a fly or something and she's just sort of nighttime in the bathroom kids are in bed brushing her teeth and she goes well what's that looks over at the shower and in the tray of the shower is a load of hair clumps of hair Mm. sort of almost like animal looking (gasps) in a sort of scattered pattern dry and she goes what the and there's a moment where you think is that a what and she sort of is obviously horrified well when I left um, the Princess Royal I followed a trail of um, wet feathers to the door. Oh, here we go. I think it was the swan and water birds. Oh, God. Like, <laughs> from the corners of his mouth. He'd Can finally been allowed to eat one. After he, all this work. That's why he was there, royal privilege. Yes, we're going anyway, to give you a taste. I think it was a lady, actually. Oh. Sexist. Mm. He's going to be, every anecdote is going to be, well, when I'm no, the princess. No, no, I'll, stop, I'll stop it. Like, Come on, there's a pile of hair in the shower. Yes. And so panic ensues, and she tells her husband, look, come look at this mysterious hair. Oh. Yeah. And it's it, there's no explanation for it. It's all it's all it's just there and it's sort of it's it's it, obviously their first thought is oh it's one of our one of our sons. Yeah, how old are the kids if I may? Four and two. Oh, oh. Young yeah. And crucially Shearing. the speak, hair speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah. The hair's too seems to, it's far too dark. <gasps> so it's very much the sort of thing that happens in a a film about a killer. Okay, let's leave that again. <laughs> Second Novelli hangover of the hour. Hangover? Um, cliffhanger. Sorry, I had a flashback. <laughs> What's this hairy shower mystery? <laughs> well, I wish I'd got a dun dun dun. dun. Will this will this work? Everybody. <laughs> no, that, that doesn't. Is really the work. answer to the mystery just that Pierre had been in it? Yes, Pierre, and, that, and, the, and he just um, malted. I had stepped in and sneezed. Was it and during your malting season? No, it was just before. Okay. It was just before the, um, just the first day of spring. He'd just come out of hibernation. Yeah. Oh, imagine that. A day takes his shirt off and it's fur-lined. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, come on, then. What, so, where are we? So we've, my sister and, she's and, found the and hair. her husband. In case they, you've just tuned in. Yeah. My sister. sister is cleaning her teeth in the evening. In the corner of her eyes, she noticed is a pile of alien-looking black hair in the shower. Dark dark hair. Okay, dark. But, well, so, because... What about for the people listening in monochrome? That's true. Well, I'm imagining it like you used to have... There was the concept of the the stick-on hairy chest when such things Mm. were desirable. Yeah, yeah. And I'm imagining it like that. A little bit. More scattered. There's a chaotic aspect to it. Okay. Um... Panic ensues. Obviously, my sister and her husband, <coughs> excuse me, compare the hair to their own hair, just in yeah, case. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's not a match. No. They start texting pictures of it to my parents, saying, "There's mystery hair," <laughs> and my parents obviously think we've seen these these crime thrillers. Oh God! No. The killer's in the house or something. This is some mad signal. Oh. And so, just obviously, they think, okay, we have two sons. You know that. 
they're very young. They're under they're under six. And this is the age of TikTok. Yes, perhaps as a stunt. Yeah, so, you know, you might you might shave a Neanderthal. Yes. for a forty second uh, <laughs> thrill. Yeah. Um, might be a centaur. Yeah, yes. Can I can I offer a little sidebar mm. sure. on this? I once uh, stayed in a. Um, should I name? I won't name the proprietor, but a bed, a B and B in Southend on Sea. I was doing Cliffs Pavilion. The they used to had a club underneath called the Joker Club, and I was doing that. I was with a young woman, mm. and uh, we stayed at uh, this B and B. And the shower curtain, the inside of the shower curtain, had hair of all nations on it. There was blonde <laughs> hair. There was hair from uh, downstairs. <laughs> there was short hair, grey hair. It was all, and it had gathered over a long period. I think, like the way people might keep, you know, photographs of yeah. celebrities. All this hair was still on the inside of the shower curtain, mm-hmm. so it, it lingers. I suppose it got to a point where the cleaners sort of thought, out of respect, cleaners, I, I to leave it. This was a woman. We checked in, me and this woman. We went, we spoke to her and said, you know, we, we, we'll have break. What time do you want breakfast and all that? And then we went upstairs and we were lying on the bed, not just sort of kissing. And the door burst oh, open. The, the door burst open and there was the landlady with a couple um, showing them the room. And she said to me, who are you? <laughs> and I'd honestly been speaking to her like less than 10 minutes before. And I said, um, well, you've just... Who are you? What are you doing here? I said, you've just checked us in. It's very scary. Oh, my God. Anyway, well, um, we'll come back. We've got another, another PA. That's not the first time I'm... someone's ever said that to me in a bedroom. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. So we're in the sh- shower with Pierre. No, yes. with Pierre's sister. Yeah. Okay. Well, no one's in the shower except the uh, mystery hair. Well, forgive me for hair. crossing over the golden line on the mat, <clears throat> on the yeah. shower on mat. On the shower mat. The <laughs> <laughs> bath mat. Okay. So, they obviously think, well, we've got two young sons. Yeah. There's a potential for shenanigans here. That, Could that, it have been animal hair? Well, they did think that cats got in. A cat and a fox? A fight? Well, a cat's uh, gone in and given itself a little wax. Yeah, yeah. a little sh- shower cubicle fight, like a kind of, uh, that's the arena between the cat and yeah, the fox. Yeah, like cage fighting. Yeah. You shut the shower door and let leave a mat. I'll see you in the shower. Yeah, exactly. I don't remember that episode of Tom and Jerry where he has a shave. Yes. Um, and so they think, we need to check this. The, the hair of the, the children is checked three times. No hair missing. Okay. <laughs> so they think, well, then it's a murderer. Because oh. the hair seems human. They don't want to touch it. They're, it's very unclear. So they think, right, we need to... They're, they're starting to get a bit freaked out. This is, this is the they're already in the house moment, mm. isn't it? They're still in the house when yeah. you start checking wardrobes and onto bed. Well, this is the next phase is my, my brother-in-law sort of going around the house and making sure everything's locked with a sort of hammer, you know, that he's yeah. found from uh-huh. the toolbox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then eventually it gets to the point where they think... I bet he wa- wasn't walking in a relaxed, natural <laughs> no, way. No, put it this way, he wouldn't have gotten anywhere near the mat. No. <laughs> no aspect of his posture. Oh, man. He wasn't mat-worthy. No, he wasn't, no. Is he, no. Can we just... Sorry, just a brief question, Frank. Mm. I'll handle this. 
Is he, can he take care of himself, your brother-in-law? Oh, yes. Uh, I thought as much, right? okay. didn't you? Yes, yeah. yes. Mm. So, he's he's ready to... Is he from Sudafrique? <laughs> no, he's he's from uh, 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 Cheshire. Oh, uh, OK. Yeah. Could have been a cat. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Hang on. <laughs> He's always smiling. Um, so he what, and who played, uh, who played the Cheshire Cat in the Mickey Mouse version of uh, Alice in Wonderland? Who was it? Pete. It wasn't. It was? <gasps> oh, oh come on, not Pete. <laughs> Pete got a rare Our dramatic role. friend Pete. It's like oh, when Benny Pete. Hill plays um, Bottom <laughs> in Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh, Pete never stopped going on about that. It's King no. Lear moment. Exactly. Listen here, goof. I'm an actor. <laughs> so, <laughs> so everything's checked, everything's locked. Mm. The police are considered but not called, because on what grounds? Yeah. And uh, it's decided to that... that that this will be sort of slept on and addressed in the morning because there's still the lingering suspicion of the children. Yes. But it's late now. Are they mischievous? They're pretty mischievous. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. They're pretty clever. Uh-huh. And in the morning, in the in the light of day, uh, the elder of the two is brought into the bathroom and sort of confronted with this hair. Oh. And his hair sort of swept aside. They said, okay, do you know anything about this? And my nephew said, yes. I said, well, what is it? He went, well, they're my shavings. And he had managed to knock uh, a a leg razor from a safe position where it was kept, I have to emphasize. Yes. Somehow, so that he could sneak from his bed into the loo and go, well, obviously I'll shave a bit of my head. And he'd grabbed his own hair and shaved an enormous chunk out of it, which had just been happened to have been covered by the way it was when he was asleep. Oh, so he had a big gap. And I've got, I'll show you a photo in the next break, but he's got this enormous sort of rectangular gap on his head. So he's got shaving. Yeah, he saw nothing wrong with what he'd done. He goes, oh, I woke up in the middle of the night, went and did some shaving and uh, went back to bed. Isn't this a scene that Travis Bickle says this in uh, Taxi Driver? (laughs) Did he say, are you looking at me? Yes. (laughs) Oh, dear. Yeah. So, uh, have we heard from um, Alfresco Mond? Miss We've Erna heard have. so many. We've had, I mean, I have to say, a lot of it is very MBE related. They okay. cannot mm. get enough. We're wading through congratulations. Oh, well, that's really nice. Yeah. Congratulations. I like uh, uh, Treble Four to Frank Skinner. Many congratulations on your MBE. Mm. Re Princess Royal. I love an email that starts that way. Any kind of re is good. I believe Queen Victoria (laughs) created the title for her eldest daughter. And the late Queen Elizabeth conferred it on Princess Anne. I vaguely remember this happening. Maybe when she was 21. That's from Julia. I love the maybe. Yes, well, I think my first time I heard the word investiture... (laughs) was when uh, Prince Charles yes. became Prince Charles at Carnarvon Castle. Frank, I was, yes. that's exactly what I've always connected well. with. What's your investiture connection, Pierre Novelli? <laughs> when, when, when I hear the word investiture, what do you think? When, what do I think when you hear it? When, no, no, when, you, when you hear <laughs> it. No, there's, there's, there's a song that... Uh, well, actually, it's not a song. It's a, it's a recitation by John Wayne. And he said... Uh, when I hear the word republic, 
I feel the way a man feels when he watches his son shave for the first time. <laughs> he was such a new Not man. Not something your brother-in-law would have said, probably. But no. Uh, um, but d- um, don't worry. Forget the investiture question. Um, yes. What else? On a side note, Donna Milne gets in touch on Twitter and says, "I was in the police in the eighties and had a whistle." Oh, well, right, we got it as far as the eighties. That whistle. Mm. Call me. Yeah. <laughs> How okay. do you? Because I, I suppose the reason that all the other kit has changed is, is technology. But if you need a whistle, you need a whistle. There's no more technologically advanced version. Well, I suppose you you get those. They've always you know when you talk to police, they've often got those things going on. But if you want to alert the people around you, I mean, stop that man, kind of thing. Yeah. There's nothing above a whistle, is there? Nothing better than a whistle. No. Referees yeah. still use them. Was your investiture on Thursday? It was. Mm. Well, someone's got in touch to say, Morning, Frank, good to meet you on Thursday. That mm. mat was bigger than three by two foot. Oh, what's this? <laughs> Surfaces to <laughs> mathematics? <laughs> well, what about this from the Princess Royal? Well, uh, good oh. to meet you on Thursday. Oh, yeah. Somebody called Max. I was Did you g- meet anyone called Max on Thursday at um, the palace? P- p- possibly. <laughs> I met a lot of people. Did you? Um, but I thought that was my sort of rough estimate of the mat. Well, I think we posted a picture, <laughs> haven't we, of, um, of the Princess Royal in situ. We mm. have. Um, on mat. Lovely black tight she's got. Oh, yeah. And uh, Lucy, Elwell, yeah. says, Congratulations, Frank. Looking dapper. Yeah, well, I thought I'd better dress up a bit. How did you feel in, in the suit? In the morning, he went for the, the full morning, obviously. I did, I, I went for that. Not many, most people just went, like Stephen Graham was there, the actor, and he, he just went for a smart suit and looked great. Oh, and really? of course I went for the, the like the fancy dress. You've the, got the to. The tails though. and oh, all that. Oh, you've got to go, Alfred Doolittle. <laughs> exactly. It's the way forward. <laughs> I would have done that. The Lord above <laughs> gave man an arm of iron. <laughs> what if I'd got it like that? <laughs> yeah, but it would have been the Lord of... <laughs> Cut to slow motion of me just my arms flailing, Sam Pecking Puff. There's probably uh, the Princess Royal probably has a small umbrella to uh, shield herself from uh, splatterings if anyone shot yes. on their way to the mat. It's got a sort of golden edge around it, yeah. <laughs> Pearl handle. <laughs> oh man. And Andrea Waterhouse. You scrub up well, Frank. Mm, nice. <laughs> well done on your MBE. Very much deserved. You scrub up well. Not bad for my age. Yeah. That's what I always think. <laughs> Still, what about when I ran into that man I hadn't seen for years? And I was, to be fair, I was about 32. And he said, oh, nice to see you. So you've kept your figure. What? I was a 90-year-old pensioner. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you show him what he was missing? <laughs> What he was missing was tact. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Regarding police uniforms, Martin says, Hi, I was a police officer in Bristol in the mid-80s. 80s Hi, Martin. Again. Yeah. And if you worked in the centre of the city, you were issued a cape with lion's head fastenings across the top. Oh, nice. Yeah. Shut up. I wore it a few times on nights when it was cold slash frosty, and it was the warmest bit of kit I ever had. Now retired, but still got it. (laughs) 
I assume he means the cape rather than joie de vivre. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Martin. no, I hope he means joie de vivre. <laughs> I like the concept of him being on nights. I told you that story, didn't I? When my father was presenting a late-night art show with Joan Bakewell. <laughs> late night line, huh? <laughs> I came home one night and my Welsh great-grandfather, who was a miner, said, you still on nights, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Well, the warmest cape I ever wore was when I went out in the... Um, Do text in. I went, out, I went out in that shower curtain from South End B&B. <laughs> sort of ermine sort trimmed of with human hair. Crowdfunded trimmed. <laughs> What's the warmest cape you've ever worn? Uh, that'd be a good one, wouldn't it? I think Batman all right in. Oh, his is thin, gossamer well, thin. I have my night. <laughs> You're right, Batman. No, I, I went to a match last night. My throat's still hurting. <laughs> um, Do you know what worries me? Batman's cape has the feel that you might it might have just come out of the Amazon packaging. You could see the four folds. Yeah, yeah. There is a lot of folds. There's it. a lot of folds, and I don't trust a man with folds in his garment, if you know what I mean. No. It looks a bit thin. Well, it's yeah. all bought for the shadow, <laughs> not for the warmth. It's when, when, you, when you outstretch it, you want to look like a bat. There's no point. Can mm. I be frank? Is it umbrella fabric? This is what's always concerned me. Yeah. I don't think it has the struts, if that's what you're suggesting. Yes, um, it, it would be terrible to watch Batman start to glide off a building <laughs> and then be inverted by a strong wind. And then, or, or and jump plummet. off and have one, like, one of those, expo- <laughs> you know, when you get an exposed strut on, a, yes. on an umbrella. Jabbing a crook. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Do you think there's there's nothing... I know that I appreciate I'm going out on a limb here. I do think the exposed umbrella, the faulty umbrella, it's impossible to remain dignified. No, if you've got, if you've you got an exposed strut. Would you agree? I throw it in the bin instantly. Yeah. Mm. Well, I should. I often try to re-hook. <laughs> Oh, you know, some because they got like small yeah. hoods. That's what hood. you did at the palace. <laughs> yeah. I did. I did. They've got like small hoods on the uh, on the points of the uh, of the fabric, and yeah. sometimes you can get them back over the strut. <laughs> Is it Frank? Do all of the next week's life hacks? <laughs> Frank, do all superheroes wear capes? No. What about Spider Man? Spider-Man never wears a cape. A nice red one. No, he's missing he sometimes an has, uh, Sometimes you see Spider-Man. There's that. There's one version of the uniform, and he's got a bit of webbing under the armpits. A sort of a what? yeah, like slightly web. It's a flight suit thing. Yeah, yeah. Would, it, would you that. be offended? Because I know you like him. He is. The, he's got the worst costume, hasn't he? Spider-Man. Yeah. No. Take that back. It's so unflattering. <laughs> what? What? He's in the shape of his life, Spider-Man. Yeah, he looks great. No, I'm, not, I'm not knocking his physique. I'm just saying it's the, it's not an attractive garment. I think Superman has the worst. Do really? you? Sort of primary colours and his pants are on the outside and the cape they've is unnecessary. they on the outside. Yeah, but now you're on about mm. traditional Superman. Now, of course, they've all gone yeah. armoured. Spider-Man's it's got like red boots. They look at the They've all got the sort of neoprene. They look like sort of modern rugby union tops. Yeah, but Spider-Man's got red boots. You can't. What are you, the Pope? Get them off! No, no. It's, it's, but it, they're all, they're all wearing boots. like a technological machine mm. now. These guys. It used to be like more 
Linen. What about the Hulk? He was happy with a denim cutoff. Well, the Hulk has to to take what's left, I'm afraid. The Hulk. (laughs) What do you wear, Hulk? I wear what remains. (laughs) To to thank our lucky stars that that's what remains. Exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah, that could be terrible. Um, I don't even want to think about the Hulk if the whole lot went. Luckily, he's got that elasticated belt. Uh, we've had this in from Shorty. Uh, they just keep on coming, Frank. These are MBE-related Well, a country boy named Shorty and a city boy named Dan. Do you know that song? No. Okay. no those aren't my people. Um, Shorty <laughs> says, uh, well done. Another great example of black country talent. Well, yeah. Yeah. What's I'll, another I'll great that. example? Ozzy um, Osbourne. Julie Walters. Lisa Stansfield. Well, he's not. He's Birmingham. Rather what about Birmingham. Lisa Stansfield? No, she's oh. Lancashire, isn't she? Oh, OK. Well, she came with her own hook. The producer's if she, if she turned up, you'd just hang it on the forelock, wouldn't you? <laughs> Same goes for Superman. Yeah, Superman. Is that a kiss curl she had, Frank? I think that is, a, that is a kiss curl. What's the most famous kiss curl? Bill Haley, I would say, of Bill Haley and the Comets. He was quick with that, Bill mm. Haley? Yeah, he, he, I think he's the great um, pioneer of the kiss curl. Is he? Does mm. he sit in the chair? It was great. He had, like, the first big rock and roll hit, and then he toured Britain and all these teenage girls were excited and then he's like some fat bloke with a kiss girl. <laughs> and they went on. Yeah. Oh, Elvis cleaned up. Elvis, Elvis came in at the last, like the cavalry. I met a man from the cavalry who was getting an award and he said, uh, oh, well done. I said, well, well, well done you. I, I spotted the hook. Yes. And he said... Um, <laughs> I said, what do you do? He said, I'm in the cavalry. He said, but, you know, I'm very admiring of what you do. I said, yeah, and I don't need a horse. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the talk was like at the palace. Sort of dressing room banter. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) The green room. Actually, it was gold. (laughs) A lot of gold. Like the room next door and the room next door to that. Um, Ruth Jordan, uh-huh. surely all superheroes are just dressing like that to show their exes what they're missing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is true. Regarding yeah. the mat and various gold-fringed boundaries. Yeah. It wasn't fr- I never said it was fringed. Uh, it was bored. It was, it was a gold border. Mm. Mm. David Ivor Price, re-boundaries. An ex-boss used to have a taped boundary on his part of a shared desk. During my short time at the company, I managed to claw back at least a foot of desk by peeling and reapplying his taped oh, border. Oh, wow. A friend who still works there informs me he has no idea. I think what what the Princess Royal should have done is that people who she was mm. like confident with she should have let get a bit closer mm. and the ones that look slightly dodgy a bit further away she could have had like a grocery separator oh, yes. you yeah. when you're check, checking your grocery or maybe an enormous circular mat with sort of circles radiating out and you, oh you... yeah like the seven circles of hell <laughs> <laughs> Like that, no, not really like that. So Maybe the, not like if she thinks, if she if she gets on with you and, and you're on the outer circle, she a little beckon. Yeah, she'll go oh. trebles. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then you, step you, in. you would have gotten closer and closer and closer until you brought up her horse riding and then back one. Yeah, they could say on the way in uh, four, and yes, then you go yes. to that to that yeah. one. And Princess Anne, as a as a big you know sports fan, 
if the hook was far away enough, you've got an element of sort of lawn darts. Hoop, sort of hoopla? Hoopla, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To get it on the hook from I a distance. Yeah, I, I don't want anyone um, experiencing diameter envy. On on my uh, on my account because mm. I got in a bit closer. I think you're safe there. Yeah, I think that'll be okay. all right. I think the system works. Stick with the mat. Yeah. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. So someone's responded to it is yet more MBE stuff. Deal okay. with it. Someone's responded to the photograph of you with the uh, the PR and the mat. Yeah. So, oh, that was my stomach. Was it? Oh, well done. Um, saying, it's a photograph of you and Prince Anne, but in the distance there are other characters, and someone has said two adorable national treasures. Isn't that nice? I mean, I'm assuming they mean you and not your partner and your manager. No, mate. Who was standing no. immediately. <laughs> in, their, in their way, both national treasures and also two beef eaters. Yes. The... What did you make of the beef eater? Well, there was, an, there was an option that um, when you were given what you could Do wear... you want the beef or the chicken? You could wear, you could wear the beef. There was no refreshments, dear. I mean, um, three and a half hours. Really? We'll leave that. Um, but... Um, Lunchtime, dear. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it said that you could wear the... Or are they yeomen of the guards? Is that what they are? A piano. Um, the, these guys are, will be beef eaters. So they're actually called beef eaters? I think so. Okay. So he said that was an option, and I thought, does that mean I could turn up in a beef eater outfit? But I think you have to. Be, it has to be legitimate. Well, you got like Mr. Ben or something. What if I had showed up? If I showed up in the full be the be. I think it has to be earned, doesn't no, it? No, I think you have to earn that as well. They have a, You know what? They love a red tight. Oh God, yes. It's quite a. Uh, <laughs> It really is. A, it's quite career in publishing. I wonder how, long, how, how long that uniform has been like that. Pierre? These are yeomen of the guard. They are yeoman of the yeah, guard. Yeah, the Tower of London. You shot me down when I said yeoman no, of the I'm guard. So confident. Mm. And they have no. a gold sash. Am I right? They have a sort oh, of. Oh, I, I didn't check like it. Like the sort of sash. king of Moldavia sash across. I think there is a sash, isn't there? I think I was just um, I was just salivering my eyebrows in a breastplate <laughs> when, they, when they went past. Can I tell you what I find about the beef eater costume? Mm. It's very forgiving on the neck. Yes. Oh yeah, if you yes. props one's neck. I mean, it gives one a, a great jawline. I might consider the beef yeah, eater. Yeah, I look. could do with a better jawline now. Oh, you don't. You look. You don't need one. I noticed a home video in which in which my throat was slightly affected by the wind. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Batman. Just just moving a little to the left. Oh, I don't like that. No, no. Things to um, get very mobile. And remember, a, t- a turkey neck isn't just for Christmas. That's <laughs> the pity. Um, Dev suggests that perhaps the mat is uh, the Princess Royal's curry rug, so no takeaway damages the carpet when she's watching the footy. Oh, possibly. Oh, is there such a thing? I like that. I've never idea. heard of a curry rug before. <laughs> I know. I went you used to, to give my, it to the dogs. I went to my uh, sister-in-law's new house, mm. and she. Um, Put a lot of uh, you know when you have a lot of uh, cardboard boxes when you move into a house. Oh yeah. She put the flattened ones beneath us on our KFC night. <laughs> Did she? Oh. Yeah. Wasn't taking any risks with uh, the Colonel's dribblings. 
<laughs> that, that could be a that could be one of the duties of the um, and of the guard. That's what Elvis said as well. He didn't take yeah. risk with the colonel's dribblings. Yeah, we did. Uh, did I tell you about our KFC night? No. It was, it was Blair went round because they've recently moved, so we went round. We're going to do it once a month. Okay. Me and my brother-in-law mm. and our two boys, mm. and uh, we went. We got well. We got a. You're going to do what? Sorry, once a month. Get to eat KFC. KFC. We watched. We ate KFC and watched over forty KFC adverts on um, <laughs> YouTube. We saw nine different actors playing the Colonel, and one um, vintage <laughs> shot of the Colonel, the actual Colonel, walking through a park giving children chicken. <laughs> Well, um, why did you watch the videos? Well, it just seemed... Um, Appropriate. Did yeah. You, what, so when you're eating things... It was an organic do you, evening. Do you always theme your media around yeah. whatever dish you're eating? Not normally, but it did work well. We found ourselves... The trouble is you'd get, like, one campaign and What's then... Going on? There's one campaign and you'd get, like, eight examples of adverts on that campaign. Like, people saying finishing a KFC and saying, oh, my God, I ate the bones. <laughs> and then someone, and then another advert of someone saying, hey, did you eat the bones? And it was like the, the, they'd brought out a filet. Oh, and right. people were looking for the bones. And, of course, there, there never was bones. Oh. oh, I can't stress enough how much I thought going in that this was a, initially a joke, that, that that you watched a lot of KFC. No, no. Well KFC. no we oh, watched, I believe you now. We watched <laughs> over 40. And then and then my son what said... What about when he watches those Dormio ads? My son had to then... Uh, he said, then we're going to... Uh, let's make our own KFC. And he had us playing parts. I was the colonel with, um, with white blue tack on my chin, <laughs> saying stuff like, hi... I'm the curl. Yeah, all that stuff. It was it was a hell of an evening. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Um, so I'm interested in your KFC evening. Oh yes. Pierre just dropped a piece of paper. In shock. Yeah. <laughs> um, your KFC evening. So you're going to do this monthly, are you? That's the plan. Yeah. It was brilliant. <laughs> When you say you're going to do it monthly, what eat KFC and watch the video? Yeah, we got we got two liters of tango as well. Yeah, to to swill it down. Oh. It takes two liters like, of tango. <laughs> it does. <laughs> do get my love to the eighties next time. I will. But I have featured in the in the advert. I had to come on and say, uh, "Hi, I'm the Colonel." And uh, and uh, did you I've, have the black tart ribbon? Uh, no, I, I wasn't. Exp- he sprung it on us. This, <laughs> and um, and I have to say, uh, I try our new family feast ten-piece bucket, and then and then I say, oh no, I ate it on the way, and that's that's the opening joke, uh, okay. all given to me by <laughs> my Because we were furious because we'd only got nine pieces in our ten-piece oh. bucket. We were going to go back to KFC because oh. no one counts. No, it's, it's You've never seen anyone take that little cardboard cover off and say one, two, three, you know, you trust them. Yeah. And then I think two days later, my nephew, who's uh, now seven, owned up to the fact that he'd had one more <gasps> piece of chicken <sighs> than his allotment. Wow. <laughs> That's going to come back. You'll remember that story. What if we'd day. gone down there and 
thumped the counter furiously and then that smirch the colonel's honor but only for a few days so buzz also included my 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 nephew throwing a, a um a a KFC bag into the air in slow motion and then it, it coming down. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Glass. And then a close-up of Tango being poured into a glass. <laughs> it was quite arty. Yeah, gosh. Yeah. It's because of good sensibility. Extraordinary content being produced. Now, how tightly do these themes have to sort of cohere? Because could you, for example, uh, have an evening of eating ice cream and watching The Thing? Well, okay, well, it's yeah. cold. You're not set in the eye. Well, the my my my, is it, is it my brother, it? sorry, my son has just sent me a uh, has just texted me with an with a it's <laughs> it's it's gravy baby um, KFC advert. <laughs> <laughs> is that the recent campaign? It's I gravy no, baby. No, it looks it looks vintage. Oh, does me. it? Have you tried the gravy? No, <sighs> I haven't had KFC for about. Probably about 18 years. Well, you know, KFC is, um, for me, the queen of the fast foods, or at least the Princess Royal. Do you know I'm inclined to agree with you? There's something about the chip combo really works. Wow, the bad. Whereas I received a... The last time I ordered a McDonald's Mm. with family, Mm. and I received the burger, there was a bun, Mm. there was a slice of processed cheese, there was no burger. Oh, Mike. Was it the vegan? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> awful. Just the cheese. That's obviously a, an error, though. You didn't, was it? Yeah, uh, oh, come on. Or was it vengeance? There was something odd about it. What would Ronald think? Was it was your ex us? working behind the... Uh, Showing me what I'm, I'm missing. missing. <laughs> That's what you're missing. Meat. <laughs> Play a song. Frank Skinner. Frank, I'd like to share something with you, which was sent in by one of our listeners last week, mm-hmm. or readers, I should say. I do apologise. Um, it's what we sometimes warmly refer to as the previously section on this show. David Clements has been in touch. Yes. And he calls his missive Cream Egg Melt. Oh, yes, because we talked about the fact that Subway on Good Friday were doing a cream egg melt. Now, what I like about David Clements is a lot, mm. because he starts with Hello Franken Co. A little bit Dunkin' Donuts. There's apostrophes and th- punctuation mm. all over the place. A bit Southern Fried Chicken. <laughs> Dixie Fried is also available. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Hello Franken Co. Your discussion of the cream egg melt brought to mind that when at my friend's house as a child, he once offered me a smarty bap. He proceeded to cut open a floury bread roll, fill it with smarties and put it in the microwave. Apparently it was a very popular snack in his household. My auntie uh, Doreen used to give us smarties in custard. Really? And she would, when I say in, they were more on. They would sit on the skin of the custard. And if you pushed them, I remember, with a spoon, they'd live a a lovely sort of um, vapour trail, coloured vapour trail. Of course, Mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've also had... Perhaps uh, there's more a scope for that chocolate um, being uh, melted into food. (laughs) (laughs) Smarties being put into a BAP and microwaved feels like a very round-the-houses sort of Nutella... 
yeah. substitute. Yeah. Didn't it? yeah, exactly. But you don't you don't get the crunchy out of casein, of course, with no, Nutella. That's true. Let's never forget that. No, you'd have to eggs. put lettuce in. I suppose eggs pioneered that idea. <laughs> the crunchy out of casein. <laughs> Full credit to eggs. Now, do you remember last week we were also just about we also raised the subject of uh, David Bedil's wall. Oh yes. David Bedil contributes to the local community by leaving stuff on his wall. He does. His front wall. Yeah. Yeah. On yeah. his front wall. The one on adjacent to the pavement and he he'll put out a book or as I've said, a religious item. One man's contribution is another man's fly tipping. You be the judge. Yeah, well <laughs> No, can I say he Dave, what I love about David Bedil is he really makes the effort to display the items. I've seen that wall, I pass it frequently. It's they're beautifully arranged. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if he does the arrangement. I think he might, have a, he might have a person. <laughs> he doesn't. But a wall arranger. A wall designer. I think he told me. I think, actually, now you come, I think it's a retired <laughs> window dresser from River Island. <laughs> he gets in. Just what are they called? <laughs> Display merchandiser. Hello, you're going to have to speak to my wall arranger. <laughs> David, if you have a wall arranger, please let us know. Uh, Christian Dawson has got in touch. In an act of very localised fly tipping or wall arranging, uh, my neighbour left a white leather armchair. Mm, wow. I'm in already. Yeah. And four leather-backed dining chairs in front of the house. There was a handwritten note sellotaped to one of the upturned chairs. The note was ravaged by weather, but it listed the items on display and finished, we'll swap for rabbit hutch. Wow. Now, this seems an ambitious want. The chairs have been there three weeks. I will perhaps send a picture, but there's a 4 by 4 parked in front currently with the boot lid lifted and the hazard lights flashing. I don't recognise this car. I'm hoping when it's gone, the furniture has two and there'll be a rabbit hutch on the pavement. I'll any... keep you posted. Does it look like the sort of boot that would hold a Haas and Hootle? <laughs> Which I believe is German for rabbit hutch. <laughs> Christian, please keep us posted. I need to know what's no, his heart. He's updated it at the end. Oh, go on, Pierre. Update. Two armchairs and a soggy note remain. Oh. No hutch. I what a swizz. That. Oh, that's one thing I don't... <laughs> what a swizz, these I don't like it when people don't take are. the full set from yeah. outside a house. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, I just took the first two books of the trilogy... And left yes. the third. Oh, no. What kind of sitcom scenario do you think it was where someone went, well, I do need a full dining set and armchair, but I've got all these rabbit hutches. <laughs> anyway, look, the next episode of the Poetry Podcast is out on Wednesday. This week, Sinead Morrissey. Fabulous um, Beatles-themed poetry in this week's thing. One just final thank you, Sophie Hartley, who is the Chief Nursing Officer, Medical Household, Lord Chamberlain's Office, actually emailed Kath and I the day after my investiture to see if Boz was feeling better. I mean, they do it so well. The politeness. Brilliant. So uh, that was much, much appreciatum, as I believe they said in ancient Rome. Um, so look, um, uh, it's been uh, lovely. Thanks for listening. You're looking at me like I've forgotten something. Have I forgotten something? No, I'm just getting anxious because it's a bit, you know, about the football. But anyway, oh, as no. you were. I'll Don't worry ahead. about that. Okay. Um, you mean the Sunderland game tomorrow? <laughs> 
Anyway, um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. Listener.